millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars, and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, 
save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Noblegoldinvestments.com. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Welcome, welcome, everyone. My name is Sean, and according to a certain section of the internet, I am, in fact, a show for the Daily Wire, which honestly makes perfect sense. They have about 50 to $75 million that they're not spending on Steven Crowder, so everybody who notices the obvious untrue things that Steven Crowder repeatedly says must be on the take, because again, what are they spending that money on if not shills on the internet.com for Daily Wire? Now, I'm sure you guys are already aware, I'm shooting this right after the episode, that Steven Crowder made his appearance on TimCast, and I said at the end of my video, if he dropped any bombshells, any new information, anything like that, then I would bring it up, I would talk about it, and I would do a video saying, oh my god, I was so wrong about this or that. Well, turns out that's not the case. Turns out almost every point that I made was vindicated on this show, and that's what we're going to talk about today, plus a few other things related to the Daily Wire's shady business practices that I also want to talk about. Now, I will highly recommend to anybody out there in the audience that you please watch the full episode in full context. In fact, I link each and every video in the description of this video under where it says sources, and you should watch all of that, get all the information in order to make your decision. Don't just come to me, go to all the sources, and then make your decision that I'm right after you view all the wrong opinions. Now, I've seen a lot of people point out that Tim Pool did not press Steven Crowder, he didn't ask him the tough questions, he didn't go after him in the interview, but let's be clear, that's never been Tim Pool's style, that's never been the style of the show, and on Friday, just a few days before this, Candace Owens was able to say a lot of things unchallenged as well, even though there was a little more pushback here and there, to be fair, Tim kind of let her go off, so he said in that show that he was going to have Crowder say whatever he wants, basically, on Monday on his show. So, I don't want to hear that Tim Pool did a bad job. He says he's on Team Crowder, but at least he let Candace Owens say her piece on Friday before letting Crowder go off and say his piece. That being said, he didn't really have to press him, even though there were some points where I was just frustrated because there was no follow-up, because Crowder basically owned up to everything, whether he wanted to or not, emphasis on or not, that I pointed out in my video. Now, I said repeatedly, yes, this is about the money. Yes, Steven Crowder counteroffered. I believe the Daily Wire, I believe Jeremy Boring, when he said Crowder counteroffered, because it made perfect sense for him to counteroffer. And at certain points during the podcast, Steven Crowder admitted that his agent likely submitted a counteroffer. It was never an offer sent after I said, look, it's a non-starter if you don't change these these terms, and please tell me that you're not doing this with other yeah. people. There was never anything after that, whereas, of course, the non-starter is, I'm not gonna, I can't do five libraries because we do commercials. I, I just want to ask one specific yeah. question because a lot of people are bringing this up and they're accusing you guys of only exposing them after they turned down your counteroffer. Is that true, or can you add more information to that? Yeah, I don't know why they're saying the timeline that he kind of gave was completely inaccurate. Yeah, there was never um, there was never any counter offer from us. So basically. there was no counter offer because I'm seeing a lot a lot of you guys say there was the agent. Guys- the agent, I think my agent, the first they sent this term sheet. The agent said, "Well, if you're talking about 100 percent ownership, by the way, in perpetuity forever, meaning and it's a six year contract." With no option to negotiate. They have an option to extend for two years. Six years. Locked in at that rate. Well, they're accusing you of counter-offering. Then we can talk about the money, right? They, he said they came in low, and I'm sure my, my gay Cuban hardcore right, uh, right-wing agent came in high. You find that, but it's like, but there, there can't be any terms without this. They came in low. My agent, who's half Cuban, likely came in high. And again, this is obvious. Now, this would have been a great point for a follow-up question. It did not occur here. But later on, Luke, the champion of the show, who asked all the difficult questions through the Super Chats and through the chat, actually asked him again to clarify, and Crowder clarified. And by the way, note his body language anytime he's asked a question or a point that I brought up in one of my videos, not saying I'm the source of this. These are points that other people made. It always gets a little dodgy. And yes, he did admit that they submitted a counter offer, but they didn't like the terms, which, by the way, is exactly what Jeremy Bourne said. I think we had a respectful and cordial discussion. I think some people are asking if it was the agent or you that counter offered. That's what people are asking. So they went from my understanding with the agent is they said, okay, here's a number and this is hundred percent of everything. 
and uh, my agent who's unbelievable. He's just, again, he's left the big agencies. He's gay, he's Latino, and he's to the right of Attila the Hun. He's Cuban. He also doesn't <laughs> like Puerto Ricans, but that's the whole thing you have to ask him about because he's Cuban. <laughs> it's hilarious because he can so get away fun. with it. Um, where he said, well, if you want 100% of everything, here you go. Jeremy said, right, we started low. We would have gone a lot higher. This is contract. If you're talking about the money part, he said, if you want 100% of everything, this is the number. It's higher. But these are the non-starters. Boring wanted Crowder to redline the contract. Crowder wanted a completely new offer. I believe that this is the sequence of events, how it went down. You're going to start there and we say, hey, that's not that's not something that should be in this movement. And you're like, well, we're not coming back to the table. By the way, after the Ryman, we were expecting them to come back and have changed that and made an offer that we could then start negotiating from. That never happened. And now we have more and more of it confirmed from Crowder's own mouth, which, again, puts some clips into some interesting context. Because in Stephen Crowder's video, his second one where he played the audio tape, he said this. What kind of a headspace would you have to be in to walk away full stop from $50 million? Let me ask you even further. What would it take for you to be willing to walk away from at least $50 million Because of it causing harm to someone else, it doesn't even affect you. But the next kid. Now, I ask you, does that make sense knowing now from Steven Crowder's own mouth that his agent felt like he was lowballed and then he highballed the Daily Wire? Does him saying, imagine walking away from $50 million, which presupposes that it's a good dollar amount. And Crowder says it's not about the money and the money's good. It's about the next guy. Makes sense now that you know that Crowder counteroffered. On top of that, I also was very, very sketched out by Jeremy Boring saying that Steven Crowder promised that he could deliver 350,000 paid subscribers day one. I said this number was ridiculous. And again, this only comes from Jeremy Boring, so we don't know if Crowder actually said it. Well, guess what? In this podcast, Steven Crowder actually said it. He said the 350,000 number, and the metric that they use to determine that this number is real is ridiculous. So let me play that clip for you so you know that Crowder's saying that he can deliver this many subscribers, and then I'll tell you what that's worth, and then you'll tell me how it obviously makes no sense for Steven Crowder to ask for more money, even though that's totally misaligned with what the Daily Wire offered him. Well, they're already going to be going, doing over 300,000 mug clip subscribers day one. Right? Is there any por- is there any portion there that says, by the way, if you actually do have the three hundred, which is well over three hundred thousand people who said we're going to be in Mug Club, so some quick maths: three hundred fifty thousand subscribers at ten bucks a month equals forty two million dollars a year. Forty two million dollars a year. Crowder was offered twelve point five million total, and that includes his production budget from the Daily Wire. Of course, he asked for more money. If he actually believes this number, it makes perfect sense for him to ask for bare minimum a guaranteed $30 million. So these are just facts. This made sense all the way through. Anybody that's in the industry looking at the numbers, looking at the breakdown, knew that even if you lowballed Steven subscribers to 1% to 2% of what he could get in terms of his YouTube subscription base, meaning that his subscription base is $6 million, so then he gets 60000 or 120000 that would be 2% of his YouTube subscriptions, then he would be worth significantly more than the Daily Wire offered because, of course, it's the money. Of course, the money is important. Of course, Crowder counter-offered. He would be an idiot to not counter-offer. This is why I knew... And I say knew for a fact that this was incredibly disingenuous. What kind of a headspace would you have to be in to walk away full stop from $50 million? Let me ask you even further. What would it take for you to be willing to walk away from at least $50 million because of it causing harm to someone else that doesn't even affect you? But the next kid... Yeah, I would walk away from $50 million over the course of four years, a.k.a. $12.5 million a year, if I thought I could make $42 million on my own. Everybody would. Um, Saw the gaslighting, the bully tactics that take place behind the scenes of other creators and knew it wouldn't be myself. So now the narrative shifts to how, how, how could you record a phone call, betray a friend? Hold on a second. It was just about money. It was just this is just business. And now it's, hey, we're really good friends. Well, which is it? I mean, you have to, you kind of have to pick a lane, right? Are we good friends? Or are you sending out a boilerplate contract that you demand of everybody according to what they say? They have 110% penalties on behalf of big 
tech. Now, the next thing that Crowder brings up is the supposed hypocrisy from the Daily Wire, because he says the Daily Wire says it's just business when they offered him a contract. But then when Crowder secretly records Jeremy Boring, his friend of 10 years, for clips after negotiations ended, all of a sudden they're friends. Now, I went over this in my previous video. You can go click that video, but it's 52 minutes long. And even though I hope you'll watch it, I don't expect you to watch it. So let me give you the long and short of it. The Daily Wire submitted their offer sheet, which, by the way, Steven Crowder solicited through his agent, which makes that a business transaction on October 4th. That's when he sent him the offer sheet, which, by the way, was a lowball offer sheet. Boring acknowledges that he would have paid him more. Crowder now acknowledges that it wasn't a good offer after saying, imagine the headspace you would have to be in to walk away from $50 million. Everybody understands that is the lowball. That's the business aspect of it. When your agent says, hey, my guy's a free agent. He wants an offer from you. Can you put something together? That's business. Now, I have issues with that contract. I laid it out. There is not enough personalization for for Steven Crowder, and I 100% understand why Crowder would feel disrespected when you include a provision for YouTube demonetization when Crowder's been demonetized on YouTube for years. This is the same point that I made about Candace Owens and the Facebook demonetization. This kind of thing shouldn't be in there. If you do business like this, cut it out because what you end up doing is showing people that you don't care about them as a person. I likened it to when you apply for a job and they throw your resume in the trash because you didn't write a personalized cover letter to work at McDonald's at that location on why you love the company so much. It's just disrespectful. It's needlessly disrespectful, and you shouldn't do it when you're courting premium talent. And by the way, some of you are going to be like, Crowder's not a premium talent. I don't like Crowder. Look, the numbers don't lie. Whether you like him or not, 6 million YouTube subscribers. It's just a fact. You can't dispute it. You can't go against it. It's the reality, and this is what the market bears, and it's not like there's another conservative with that number of subscribers, because guess what? Steven Crowder's the largest conservative on YouTube, period, point blank. So that should not have been in there, but it would have been negotiated out, although we'll talk about that a little bit later. Point being, they make him this offer. This is the business transaction. They have the counter offer, which Crowder admits to submitting. He weaselly tried to say, oh, maybe his agent did it, or likely his agent did it, but he did counter offer. Uh, uh, I think we had a, a respectful and cordial discussion. I think yes. just some people are asking if it was the agent or you that counter offered. That's what people are asking. So they went, from my understanding with the agent, is they said, okay, here's a number, and this is 100% of everything. And uh, my agent, who is unbelievable, he's just, again, he's left the big agencies. He's gay, he's Latino, and he's to the right of Attila the Hun. He's Cuban. He also doesn't <laughs> like Puerto Ricans, but that's the only thing you have to ask him about because he's Cuban. <laughs> it's hilarious because he can so get funny. away with it. Um, where he said, well, if you want 100% of everything, here you go. Jeremy said, right, we started low. We would have gone a lot higher. This is contract. If you're talking about the money part, he said, if you want 100% of everything, this is the number. It's higher. Anybody with a brain knew, of course, he counteroffered, and then the negotiations fall apart. Fast forward two months later, Crowder calls his friend in January of this year. I think they said January 9th or January 7th. I always mess up that date, so I apologize for the inaccuracy there. And this is where he calls his friend under the guise of a personal phone call where they talked about their kids and Christmas, and then he's trying to bait him into saying something that's bad. You know, young talent, they don't get deals like this. So they, get, they don't get deals they, that... They be wage slaves for a little bit, come over and make a salary and grow their brand. That you then own. Well, I own parts of it. I don't own it. They can, when their contract's up, they can still go out and they'll still be famous. They can keep doing their shows. They'll go do a show somewhere else. They'll be in a far, far, far better place. You help to make them. No, not long enough. This contract, this contract owns it in perpetuity. Even after the contract, you're paying a lease but getting ownership. That's what this contract is. On the content that we paid to produce, yeah. And I talked about how everything boring said, including the wage slave clip isn't actually that bad. What Boring essentially said is that when you're new and up and coming, we pay you a salary, we build your brand, you don't get a percentage of that, you don't get the premium talent treatment or anything like that, but after you leave, you're still famous, so you benefit from it. I laid it out in greater detail in that previous video. Again, you don't have to watch it, that's the long and short of it, but yeah, that's what Crowder did. That was the personal violation well after the business negotiations were over. So while I understand why Crowder would have been upset by the generic nature of portions of his initial offer sheet and by the way i was moved on this credit to lauren chen by her stream i suggest that you watch it i don't see how any logical thinking person cannot draw a line cannot draw the delineation between the things that happen during the business negotiation and calling somebody a month after you register a domain called stopbigcon.com 
under the guise of a personal conversation that you've known for 10 years, talking to that person about family and Christmas, and then going off on this sanctimonious rant about how it's not about you, it's about the next generation, just to generate a clip of them saying something bad and not even getting anything out of it. Offer that came through after I said, these are the non-starters, the penalties for big tech, right? These The owning of people's names, image, likeness, their platforms are in perpetuity long after they leave. I said, then we can talk about the money, right? They, he said they came in low, and I'm sure my my gay Cuban hardcore right uh, right wing agent came in high. You find that, but it's like, but there there can't be any terms without this. Once I said that can't happen, then these terms, the big tech penalties, that's when so, so they, talks completely stopped. It they, was never changed, and said, of course, all these it's like you saw in their first wait, video. Wait, 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 we they, have to make money. They outright said that fee structure couldn't be changed. Yeah, they, there was never another offer after that. Now, the next thing I want to point out is this idea that the Daily Wire wouldn't budge on any of the terms in the term sheet. This is just completely false. Now, I'm not just taking Jeremy Boring's word for it. I'm thinking about it logically. One of the terms is that Crowder would receive a 25% deduction in his pay in the fee that goes to Crowder. The fee refers to Crowder's pay or the pay for his production company if he were demonetized on YouTube. Now, we know Crowder's already demonetized on YouTube. What is the point? of having a contract negotiation that automatically deducts 25% of your pay. Do you really think that the Daily Wire, who are savvy business people, would be able to get Steven Crowder, a premium talent with representation, to sign on to a deal that immediately deducts a quarter of his income day one? Obviously, this is not the case, not to mention the fact that we have Candace Owens talking about how Facebook, which demonetized her, was also in the offer sheet, and she had that stricken from there. I got the same stuff that made no sense. You'd say, just like you said, this makes no sense because I'm already demonetized from YouTube. That was my circumstance for Facebook. I was all They had a thing about demonetization for Facebook. My lawyer went back and said, Candace is already demonetized on Facebook, and they went, oh, that's right. Strike it from the clause. And you could say you don't believe her and all of that. But in reality, one argument makes way more sense and the other just doesn't. Crowder would not be taking an offer that immediately deducts 25% of his pay. Again, this is the generic cold-blooded business portion of the contract. It's disrespectful for them to not take that out in advance, in my opinion. Again, been moved on that specifically. And they should have taken it out for Candace Owens because she's also a premium talent. It's just a fact. Again, you don't have to like her. You just have to acknowledge the level of fame that these people have and how you're supposed to deal with them and in reality if they were going to move forward the idea that they would automatically whatever number they agree to reduce it by 25 percent makes absolutely no sense there is no possible way that this was not negotiable out of the contract imagine you're deplatformed as we've seen in the past where all of the major entities decide to remove you in one day rather than having a conservative alternative you would now be down to five to fifteen percent of the revenue of your contract. Now, another thing that I found interesting is that Steven Crowder, in his original video, said that if he were to get banned off all the stuff, then he would lose about 85% of his income. And this is accurate because this acknowledges the reality that some of the penalties for demonetization apply to the same platforms that you would get banned from. Therefore, they're not going to double deduct and the people who don't realize this arrived at the 110% of your income number, the people who didn't combine this. But we Weirdly, on Timcast IRL, he went from the accurate 85% number to the 110% number. It's If you get banned, you lose X percent. And no matter how much you're making. 45. No, no matter how much you're making. No. And no matter how much you lose. Yeah. Yeah. If you lose $0, they penalize and you. And the penalties yeah. add up to 110%. And so if you believe this, then you believe that the Daily Wire offered a contract where Steven Crowder could end up paying the Daily Wire $5 million. I don't believe that's the case. I think logically this is not the case. And even if you think that all the percentages compound, that if they took a 25% deduction from the fee, which is the $50 million, which would be a $12.5 million deduction, wouldn't it make sense that the new fee would be that reduced amount and then the percentages would come out of that fee? Again, the contract or this portion of the contract, I know people are saying offer sheet contract. We, we understand that they're quite similar. It's an opening offer. That's what we're going to call it. Obviously, is not clear enough in the language, even says we will go into more detail in there. 
that you don't know the answer to these questions, but wouldn't it make a lot more sense for the next percentage deduction to be a percentage of the remaining fee? Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe, maybe it definitely, definitely was like 110% and they weren't going to negotiate out the 25% for YouTube demonetization because I don't know if you know this. They were expecting Crowder to sign a contract that immediately reduced his pay by 25%, which by the way is one year. It was a four year term, but you know, call me crazy for thinking that's ridiculous and Crowder would never sign it, but okay, okay, sure, sure. It, it was non-negotiable at all in any way, shape, or form, despite all logic to the contrary. Now, if you don't believe me and you just buy into the bad faith misrepresentation that this is a 110% penalty, that's totally fine, except for the fact that you're still wrong. If you take the idea that you could just add up the strikes and the bans from the same platform, you don't get to that number, and I'll explain why. Section B, the content strike, says if any major platforms, example, and it says U2, which by the way is an obvious typo, again, embarrassing that the Daily Wire does business this way, gives you a strike, then the fee will reduce by 25% going forward. But they give four examples here. So let's say that these are the four platforms that you can get a 25% reduction for. Well, it says if any of them do it. So right there is 100%. Then you add in the 25% for the ad drop. So that's 125%. Then you add in the 60% from YouTube ban, Apple ban, Spotify ban, Facebook ban. And guess what? You get 185% fine. Now, I hate to put another ridiculous bad faith interpretation out there, but if you're going to go for bad faith interpretation, don't just add up all the percentages because you see this many numbers on the screen. Actually realize that there's four examples under the content strike provision, and it says, if any, therefore, it's 185% penalty. Wow, Crowder's going to have to pay them all that money. Also... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com
violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Another thing that was just repeatedly said over and over again, and a lot of people were saying, hey, Sean, maybe you were reading it too harsh in the original video because Crowder only said it once in the original video. Well, he said it multiple times throughout the Timcast IRL show was that Crowder claims that the Daily Wire is taking ownership of everything he produces, not only during the contractual term, but the stuff that he built prior to that. And Crowder said it multiple different times. And this is just not true. Don't sign this. Certainly not without professional legal counsel representation. Do not sign something that includes, you know, let me go through this. Effectively, uh, full ownership of all your social media uh, platforms, channels, in perpetuity, the rights to your content name, image, likeness, um, even the ones that you've built. The challenge is, like, there's completely controlling contracts, right, that own your name, image, likeness, and your platforms that you already built in perpetuity, okay? That's an extreme example. That's big con. So let's be clear. The Daily Wire has a perpetual license to the content that Crowder produces during the course of the term, and they have a perpetual license to accounts, social media, and all that that they create during the term. Now, to just have a quick aside so we can get something clear, Crowder runs his own production. So the Daily Wire is paying Crowder. This is why the $12.5 million per year in the opening offer is not Crowder's salary. It's his entire production budget. They're paying Crowder to do his own production. But what they're talking about in terms of what the Daily Wire produces is what they pay to produce. So the fact that Crowder produces his own content in the literal sense doesn't matter for the sake of argument. It's just the content that is produced that the Daily Wire is paying for over the course of those four years is licensed in perpetuity. All the accounts and derivatives and all that that the Daily Wire creates over the course of that four years, they have for perpetuity. However, they also license his back catalog and other stuff through the length of the term. And these would be his YouTube channel and all his pre-existing social media accounts, except for his Twitter and his Instagram, which have a carve-out because whatever, they're personal. Which, by the way, I don't believe it's because they're not as easily monetizable. Those are Crowders through and through. They don't log into his accounts and all that. It's just the content that he produces for them that they keep forever. Crowder keeps saying that it's everything he's ever done that they hold in perpetuity, and that's just false. And he specifically says, even the ones that you built, i.e. his YouTube channel, the stuff that he had before. And again, that is just false. He said it repeatedly. It's just inaccurate. And there's a funny moment where Ian, I think he's going to press him on it. And this ends up being the result. Let's, uh, these, gonna, we let me, go let me mention chats. perpetuity clauses really quick before we go to Super Chats, because you brought them up a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Dog nasty and need to be removed immediately from modern entertainment contracts Fair because pound. deep fakes, they're going to be able to take someone's perpetuity face, deep fake it to make it look real and have it say stuff that the person doesn't agree with. Now, full disclosure, I really like Ian. He's hilarious. And although for like a brief second, I was disappointed that he didn't come through with the follow up question that I wanted right here. Did I expect him to not ask him about likeness rights, holograms, and deepfakes? No. It, this makes so much sense. It's such perfect sense. This is such a crucial issue where Crowder's being dishonest, but Ian does his own thing, marches to his own tune and all that. So, of course, he's brought up deepfakes and all this stuff related to likeness and all that. So, I appreciate Ian for that. He's an absolutely great guy. Again, no hard feelings, even though I was definitely not in the moment happy that he didn't ask the follow-up that I wanted. And a lot of people are asking about not gay Jared in the, in the comment section. Can you guys clear up what's happening in that situation some people are saying that there's an nda uh yeah well that's the thing i think candace brought up right again yeah, ro- yeah. there's a difference between roping in third parties versus yeah. single party consent i think he tweeted out what happened where he left right not gay jared he tweeted out that he left it was his own decision um we did a whole send-off with him in a video montage you know this works with like conspiracies and sometimes look there's also a middle ground where there's, for example, like, what is the email, by the way, if people are talking about shows? But right. so I'm really people are still asking, is there, is there an NDA, NDA? That's what people are asking. Is there okay. NDAs to everyone just like, uh, here, right, to send a waiver when I can. Yeah. If you yeah. come into our studio. I mean, you, standard you business practice. Yeah, yeah you, can't, you, can't come and, you can't come in and tell people where the studio is. 
Yeah. Too. Yeah. I mean, we have. Know, I mean, you guys have had. Yeah, that. of course. Yeah. yeah. If but, only for location, it would be worth it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, but, because he walks around with pants half the time. We oh, we have true. NDAs. Um, now, Luke was the follow-up king throughout the course of this, where he asked Steven Crowder about the non-disclosure agreements related to people like not gay Jared, Sven Computer. This also came up in the super chats over and over again, and it was interesting to see Crowder try to dodge his way out of this. And I'm going to tell you why this matters, but why in reality if not for the things that Crowder said, this would actually be no big deal. So first and foremost, let me be 100% clear, you are allowed to have an NDA in normal business. You are allowed to have non-disparagement, non-disclosure, whatever you want. Tim Pool has an NDA. Remember, that was the thing with the whole Adam Krigler situation. Crowder has signed NDAs before, like with The Blaze, which is one of the reasons why everybody knew he wasn't talking about The Blaze in his original video. And The Daily Wire actually wanted Crowder to sign a confidentiality agreement before they negotiated further after the initial offer sheet. This is perfectly normal, standard in business practices. But the reason this is interesting is because Crowder is trying to tear down the system. Crowder is talking about how he's not for him. He's all about passing the torch to the next guy. He's all about lifting up the next rising star. And it becomes interesting to see what has happened with the people who are supposedly fostered under the Crowder tree. Now, in sports, we have a thing where we talk about like NFL coaches, how there's a coaching tree like Bill Parcells has Belichick and all these other coaches Andy Reid has his own coaching tree and he actually comes from a Packers coach and all that so it's interesting to see how the people who work under you end up succeeding or failing and Crowder does not have a lot of branches on his tree one from uh, Mason's mama Tim is not asking the hard questions Crowder lacks integrity Hmm? name one creator Crowder launched he has done the exact opposite not gay Jared Sven yeah, they were on the show early on. We've had plenty of people who work on the show and then move on. That happens across. That happens across the board. I mean, I'm not. Again, you don't have. I used to. We used to talk about this. Where we used to have pride in like this super super high retention rate, where no one would leave. But then we realized that like people sometimes it doesn't. It's just not always the right fit, and people can go on and do something that they're more happy with. Um, again, we did a whole send off with Nakajer. We've had other people too who've been on. Sometimes it's amicable. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes there's issues. But in not gay Jared's case, well, the guy left, and I wish the guy the best. He tweeted it out. There's quarter black Garrett, who's apparently at Nerdrotic, and that's great for him. If working for Crowder helped him prosper, then all power to him, and we give credit to Crowder for that little notch in his belt. But the thing is, the bench that Crowder's talking about is pretty damn thin. The bench that Crowder's talking about is basically quarter black Garrett, maybe. And all these other people who kind of left the space specifically, which is something that Crowder complained about and said is really sad due to companies like the Daily Wire. However, if you look at the Daily Wire's bench, it is undeniably better. I mean, Brett Cooper alone plucked out of obscurity 1.72 million subscribers on YouTube. Rising star, the Daily Wire promoted her. They made her into a brand and she'll be able to take that fame with her if she decides to leave Daily Wire at the end of her contractual term. The Blaze, love him or hate him, has also generated stars. Love her or hate her, but Tommy Lahren, some 20-year-old that they plucked out of obscurity, they turned her into a star who is so bitter about her original contract that she essentially kamikaze herself on The View just so she didn't have to work for The Blaze for like the last six months of her deal, and now she's over at Fox News. So there are people who have been built up in the trees of these other people. Matt Walsh has been around for a long time, but he's blown up due to the fact that the Daily Wire has marketed the hell out of him. So you can see the comparison in building up talent versus Steven Crowder. It's just a reality that his bench is not there. Now, I've talked about in this video, and I mentioned it in my previous video, how Lauren Chen moved me a lot on the personal slights from Daily Wire's super business attitude against Steven Crowder and how Crowder is rightfully to be annoyed by those slights because they are real, it is disrespectful, and one of the things you want to do whenever you're courting talent is make them feel like they're valuable, and it doesn't seem like the Daily Wire does that. And we talked about Lauren Chen's offer from them and how it wasn't very good, and she even felt disrespected by that. But I also brought up that Steven Crowder tried to hire Lauren Chen. Lauren got a better offer from CRTV. By the way, that's who Steven Crowder ended up signing with. They're the company that bought the Blaze. And Steven Crowder, according to Lauren Chen, stopped being friends with her because she took a better offer that allowed her to stay in Canada with her current boyfriend, who's the guy who turned out to be her husband and the father of her kid. On to Steven Crowder. So around the same time, actually, six years ago-ish, uh, I was also offered a job, a position with Crowder, 
at his company. Um, it was around the time when they flew me to Dallas. I was on the ladder with Crowder show. We did that like Disney princess skit, which was a lot of fun. Um, Crowder offered for me to work with, with them. It basically was him just saying, I like what you're doing. Come do it for me. Uh, it, it was a fair offer. It was generous. Um, but the thing is at the same time, blaze gave me a better offer, or uh, I think at the time, CRTV, yeah, gave me a better offer that was uh, just over double what the Daily Wire had offered. Now, Lauren feels bad about how that interaction went down because Crowder tends to take business so personally. But the thing is, if you're Crowder and you've always been about the next generation, you've always been about the stars, then why would you cut off a friendship with somebody when they took a better offer from somewhere else that was more suited to their situation, specifically to their desire to have a traditional conservative family life? Turned down that offer, worked with CRTV, which is also incidentally why Steven Crowder does not like me. Because here's the thing about Steven Crowder um, and like where some of my criticisms of him come in. He is, you know, and this is a good and a bad thing. He is someone who makes business personal. If you're searching for an answer to that question, it's because it's not in line with what Crowder has done in the past. It's not in line with who Steven Crowder is. Steven Crowder is a me guy. It's just a fact. He can do a lot of great work. He can promote a lot of great causes. He can make you laugh. He can run an entertaining show. But in reality, Steven Crowder's about Steven Crowder, not about the bench. The Daily Wire, they made me an offer that was significantly less money than I was making at the time to work for them. And basically, you know, they would control my YouTube, social media, you name it. And uh, at the time, the offer was so much lower and more restrictive than what I was doing. I just flat out said, thanks, but no thanks. Like, I, you know, uh, not interested, support you guys in what you do, but, uh, you know, that's not going to work with for me. And I remember, I think I sent that in an email because uh, they had sent a, a number through email. And after that, I got a call from Jeremy Boring, who essentially um, – was kind of upset with me that I wasn't willing to play ball and negotiate with them. Um, he even said something to the effect of, you know, as someone who's older than you, let me give you some advice, pro tip on how to do business. You know, it's always a good idea to negotiate. You should, you know, never just turn down a first offer. Now, when we compare and contrast that to the Daily Wire, to Jeremy Boring specifically, who is like, I'm the business guy, I'm all about the business, who was upset that Lauren Chen didn't bother to counter offer the Daily Wire's lowball offer and gave her advice and was angry at her over it. And you look at how their relationship proceeded. They end up promoting each other's stuff even without a contract for free because even though Jeremy Boring's the business guy and the Daily Wire is run like a business, they want to promote other conservatives. Since then, um, you know, I don't think either me or Jeremy Boring took this situation personally. I've been happy to promote the work that the Daily Wire has done. They've done a lot of great work. I love a lot of what their hosts put out. People like Matt Walsh, Candace Owens. They're awesome. I love that they're going into Hollywood. Uh, you know, and on their part, Daily Wire has also been generous enough to promote me on their shows. I've been on the Sunday special. I've been on a ton of their shows, you know, without me being under contract from them, which, I, you know, again, I've appreciated. And I mentioned this to say, like, when it comes to business, yes, I think the Daily Wire is Let's just say it. I don't like the way they do business, but I don't think it's personal for them because they are also committed to the cause. The reason they want to make money other than the fact that money is, in fact, nice is that you can't have an alternative to Disney, an alternative to Netflix. If you're going broke, that's just not the way it works. Look, I said this before and I'll say it again. My preference is for this feud to not happen. However, if this feud were to happen and somebody would have to be in the right and somebody would have to be in the wrong, I wish Crowder would be the person in the right. I wish I could point to each and every one of Steven Crowder's points and not find lies and faults and just untrue statements throughout them. And I could just throw shade at the faceless corporation that is the Daily Wire because naturally everybody wants to be on the side in these disputes of the talent versus the label. This is what happens when rappers feud with their label. This is what happens when comedians feud with networks and all of that. That's where everybody wants to be. 
That's where I would love this story to be. But I can't lie to you. I can't pretend that Steven Crowder isn't repeatedly saying untrue things, getting more untrue as time goes on, and be like, no, nah, no, nah, he's still at it right. You know, artists over, over corporations, regardless of the facts of the case. That's just not the way I roll. They said in their own video, this is demanded of all creators, right? That's Does anyone disagree that that's what was said? This is what yeah. everyone signs. Now, you know what, young talent, they don't get deals like this. So they, get, they don't get deals they, they, that... They be wage slaves for a little bit, come over and make a salary and grow their brand. They said in their own video, this is demanded of all creators right now on young talent they don't get Now, with that being said, I do want to say that Steven Crowder has a new issue, something that he brought up repeatedly has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it does show that the Daily Wire isn't the best in terms of business practices, which, by the way, I already acknowledged in my previous video. I don't think they courted Steven Crowder properly by not customizing every aspect of his contract, but apparently they tried to poach his social media guy at some point in time. I don't remember exactly when this was, and this is something that Steven Crowder wanted to bring up because he has nothing on the actual topic at hand, and I just want to say... Not a great move by the Daily Wire. Don't find this guy's one social media person and then target him and try to poach him. Um, another last job was, you know, then going and trying to take <laughs> take our, our, our social media director. And I only showed you that email because he's willing for me to show you. Like, we have our people poached all the time. When you have your ideas stolen and they put more money behind it, not just mine, when you build someone up and someone else comes in and says, hey, we'll offer you more money, they use them for six months and burn them out. I'm sure that's an accident. I'm sure the people at the top of Daily Wire didn't know when they reached out to someone who was not looking for a job, who loudly and proudly advertises himself as social media director for Ladder with Crowder. But I could tell you that on that phone call, they said, we have an entire social media department. Right? I said, I have one guy, Gary, and he's awesome. Few days later, I do want to dedicate what? more time. Did Gary joined Daily Wire. Well, let me, no, I, no, they came and tried to hire him. Look, I get that people do this in business. I get if somebody is undervalued and you think they're highly talented, you send them an offer to try to bring them over to your team to strengthen your team. In fact, I remember specifically having a conversation with somebody in the online space about how Tucker Carlson, the man, the myth, the legend himself actually grab somebody to work on his documentary team from somebody in online content creation. And I don't begrudge that person for taking that job. Fox News obviously pays way better than YouTube people who work on YouTube videos. But, you know, it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. And people remember who stole who from who and all that, especially if you're the person who had that staffer stolen from them. And again, Crowder takes business incredibly personally. So obviously, this is likely something that bothers him. But it doesn't really have anything to do with the topic at hand. Anyway, in conclusion, of course it's about the money. Obviously it's about the money. When what Crowder is initially offered is against what a conservative estimate of what he could make on his own, anybody can understand it who has any knowledge of the industry. Did Crowder actually feel personally bothered by some of the terms in the contract? A hundred percent. Crowder's incentive is to get paid like a baseball player, where all or most of the money is guaranteed, and the Daily Wire is trying to pay him like an NFL player. But these disputes are financial in nature. This idea that Steven Crowder saw the dollar amount and walked away even though it was high, although now he's saying it's low, but the idea that he saw the dollar amount and he didn't care about that, what he cared about was the terms, is not supported by the facts. All contracts, any exchange, has trade-offs. So what we always look at in contracts is whether or not the terms, which would be the things that you're obligated to do, are good in comparison to the fee. If you would have rose the fee to a certain amount and lowered some of the restrictions, I'm sure Crowder would have signed with the Daily Wire. That's why he countered. But as I said repeatedly, when you're Steven Crowder and you're this big ticket person and you view yourself as a big ticket person and you don't have a lot of options because not a lot of people can pay him the money that he wants and he already is on the outs with Fox. He used to be a contributor from there. He said it didn't go well. He wasn't happy with that situation. So he's burned that bridge. He's leaving the blaze. That doesn't leave him a lot of options. So the Daily Wire is one of the very few places that can actually offer him money. And for people saying Prager you remember Prager's a nonprofit and they're under the Daily Wire unless that agreement has ended. And people say, oh, what about Turning Point? Turning Point only pulls in, in terms of their 2020 like revenue sheet, about $40 million in donations. They can't afford to pay Crowder $30 million out of that $40 million. The Daily Wire, maybe the Epic Times, I don't know what their numbers are, 
are the only people that can pay him. So when he thought he was going to be this big free agent and get all this guaranteed money, and he didn't have a lot of people able to offer him the number that he wanted, I think that really graded on him. I think that really upset him, and this is where he's at. But what you do in this situation is you either go independent and run the operation yourself, something that Crowder has never really done on his own, or you negotiate terms. You don't like the fact that the Daily Wire is trying to claim all your merchandise? You negotiate a percentage of the merchandise. You don't like the fact that they hold the content you create during the term in perpetuity? Then you negotiate some kind of revenue sharing thing. Uh, I think we had a respectful and cordial discussion. I think yes. just some people are asking if it was the agent or you that counter offered. That's what people are asking. So they went, from my understanding with the agent, is they said, okay, here's a number, and this is 100% of everything. And uh, my agent, who's unbelievable, he's just, again, he's left the big agencies. He's gay, he's Latino, and he's to the right of Attila the Hun. He's Cuban. He also doesn't <laughs> like Puerto Ricans, but that's the whole thing you have to ask him about because he's Cuban. <laughs> it's hilarious because he can so get funny. away with it. Um, where he said, well, if you want 100% of everything, here you go. Jeremy said, right, we started low. We would have gone a lot higher. This is contract. If you're talking about the money part, he said, if you want 100% of everything, this is the number. It's higher. Or, as Crowder admits, if they want all that stuff... Then you try to get a bigger dollar amount in exchange for all that stuff, which is apparently what his agent did in the counter offer. But when the Daily Wire says, hey, we want you to redline aspects of the contract that you don't like so we can go back and forth and you refuse to do that and you demand a whole new offer and then they refuse to give it to you. You don't get super hurt while you pretend that you're not to everybody's face. You don't register a domain to launch your own thing at the expense of the other organization and you don't secretly record your friend in order to get ammunition in order to destroy them to promote yourself. These are the things that Crowder did do. These are the problems that I have with Crowder. And everything that he said throughout the course of the TimCast podcast proved my previous video correct. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like this video, then show me by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on all my social media. Support me via the support links in the description box of this video. This has been me talking about Steven Crowder on TimCast. Till next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new eBooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. 
But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.